Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you'll be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Alexis Warren. She is with the Nicole Freer Group. Welcome, Alexis. How are you? Thanks, Lauren. I am fantastic today. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you for being on. Thanks for having me. And I would like to say that... um, the first time I ever went to a Nicole Freer group meeting, you were the first person I met. I think so. And you, you had, you came in with your crutches on, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's no. But that was your, wasn't yeah. that your first day at Nicole Freer? Uh, I think or, maybe not the first, but it was right around that time though. I maybe was only with them a couple of weeks at that point. So how has it been going? Oh gosh. Fantastic. Making the move over to NFG has, I mean, com- dramatically changed my business. So I'm a, I'm NFG for life now. Wow. I feel like every time I talk to one of you guys, like one of your teammates or whatever, they all say the same thing. So I, it's incre- it's an incredible organization. Honestly, we have so, fun, we work hard, we get to, it's good people. So you yeah. guys are definitely good people. And we find good people like you guys, because now I love Brian and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So how long have you been an agent? So I got licensed in 2019, but I was in real estate. Um, I started in commercial real estate first. So that was uh, since 2018. So I've been in the, in the industry for some time. I got licensed in 2018. That, um, 19, I'm sorry. That first full year was uh, interesting. Commercial. So wait, did you do commercial before 2019? Yes. Okay. How do you, how do you, at the end of, at the end of 2018 was when I started. So what, what made you switch? Um, I wanted to kind of, I was, it was a salary job. So of course my income is, is capped at salary. Um, and I wanted to kind of get into the commercial side of things, but didn't really know how to make that transition. And I was able to connect with a lot more, um, agents that worked res- residential. So I figured I'll try that. And then, and, and eventually I'm, I'll, I might try to, you know, dabble in commercial, but at this point I have no idea. Well, it's two different beasts. It is completely, completely two different. Home. So which one do you like better so far? <clears throat> Definitely residential. Definitely. It's, I uh, I, I'm kept on my toes. I can't do the exact same thing every day. I can't, um, I, I, I don't know. I just get bored pretty easily. And there's no way to be bored <laughs> with working some of these transactions. There's no way possible. So I'm, I'm loving everything about com- or residential real estate now. So what do you mean that you can't get bored with all these transactions? Well, with the increase, <laughs> of course, in business, there's always something new. Like um, <clears throat> I had a client who like wanted to cancel the contract, cancel contracts over um, kind of small things that we may have already knew upfront about the home and kind of hoping to take advantage of um, being under contract sooner and having to learn how to navigate through some of those things. It's not something that I learned how to do on my own. And so I'm just kind of the kind of person when I get put in a position where I don't know what to do, I'm just like, okay, I got to figure this out. And I'm so running around and, and that, I mean, it, it's kind of like, it's a, uh, that, that part is exciting to me. Yeah. So, new and, and being a part of the team where I have all of these people that, that can give their um, experiences and their ideas of how to get things done. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. How did you navigate that experience? 
I literally called everyone. <laughs> called Doug, called Nicole, called and everyone on the team, just like, hey, what, what am I supposed to do? They're like, oh yeah, it's no worries. Just talk to them through this. And then um, luckily we were able to also just get that inspection done with you guys. And that revealed so much more. So it was actually pretty easy to um, side with them on canceling that contract because there was a lot, there was a lot of oh. issues at home. And uh, I don't think anyone else would have caught it to be honest. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, not awesome for your clients. Now you guys have to probably no, start right. all over again. True, but I would much rather start over than have them go ahead, close on that home, and then, you know, the roof falls out, and now they, they hate me, they hate NFG, and we're all getting sued. Yeah. So I'm perfectly fine with with starting over if that's going to kind of maintain the rest of us. No and one wants certain. to get sued. Yeah, exactly. Well, I just don't want anyone hating me for putting them in a, in a crappy house. Yeah, no, that has to be hard, too. But sometimes people like I've had some agents say like, you know, try to kind of talk the buyer out of buying a house that's, you know, going to be basically like a money pit. And some yeah. buyers are like, nope, that's okay. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it's all based on what they're comfortable with. If, yeah. if you're a first time home buyer and you're not anticipating um, dumping a bunch of money into the home, then when there are certain things that come up on that inspection or certain things that we see, if we can't make it work, then hey, let's pull chocks and let's go. Yeah. It's going to be, this is going to be a lot worse than, well, even what I can anticipate. We don't know everything no. that's going on with some of these homes. So I would, I would much rather go back to the drawing board and start over than have them move forward. And then they're unhappy with the home that they've gotten by way of my influence. Like that would, right. that'd be awful to me. Yeah. That would sink. I, I get it. It's like ethical. I wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. I'd be yeah. like, I want to have a contract of you saying this right now. You want to buy the house, even though it is not a very good one. And yeah. Yeah. the roof is going to cave in and exactly. you don't come back and like, try to put like, talk bad about me or yeah. something. You know? And then we get bad reviews or something like right. that. I mean, reviews are huge. Everyone goes to look up whomever they're working with based on the reviews. So reviews. word of I, mouth is the worst. It, it, it is. Well, That's it be a, the best or the worst. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I think we do a lot of business based on referrals. Um, and if I, if I can't get a good referral from you, then I didn't do a good job as your agent. And um, I'm just, I'm not okay with that. You yeah. got to figure out some sort of way to make sure that you're happy, you get everything that you need and mm -hmm. you continue bringing business this way. Right. Just come on back. Yeah. Just send everyone. Let's go. So how have you been, so are you might like, working with Nicole Freer group with NFG, is it a lot more referrals or do you still go out and pound the pavement and market and all of that? It's a combination of everything. We work seven days a week. I mean, I don't know what an off day is. Um, even if I'm like, I'm here in the office right now, but answering phones so that if somebody calls and they need help, I'll be able to help them. And then later on today, a couple team members and I will go to Katie and we'll go to Richmond door knocking and then finish up the day uh, answering um, emails and figuring out who else might need some help. So, I mean, it's a combination of everything. NFG is a huge help, but they still um, expect us to work as hard as they do. For sure. I mean, yeah. and all this hard work that you're doing is going to pay off in the future, for sure. Absolutely. It already has. Yeah. It already has. My What I've been able to do just in this first quarter that I've been with NFG, I, there's no way I would have been able to do it by myself. That's no awesome. They yeah. just have a lot of like, what, what is it that Nicole, like the NFG group offers? 
So it not only is it just a team of very knowledgeable and experienced agents, everyone's very helpful. They are strategic in how they're and how they're able to help. So um, when we get licensed, we just learn how to not get sued. We don't learn how to structure things in ways that will um, help our clients win. And of course, as you know, in this market, it's a it's an insane seller's market. This is not the, a great market for buyers right now. Mm-mm. So being here and being with these a lot more seasoned agents and um, people that know how to get creative with with submitting those offers. Um, it just makes it that much easier to, to get things done for our clients. It, um, having the guidance to figure out different ways to find new clients and um, maintain relationships with, with past clients. It's, that kind of support is not um, something that is normal. <laughs> It's not easily found. I was at two other brokerages before I came here and and I did not experience anything like this. Well, that's great that you find a home. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what uh, I I don't have anywhere else to go. (laughs) You're like, you're stuck with me, whether you like it or not. Pretty much. (laughs) Not going anywhere. (laughs) What did you do before real estate? I was in the Navy. I was in the Navy for six years. Well, thank you. Thank you for the support. Absolutely. So I did that, did that for a couple of years. I was stationed in San Diego for three years and then um, Hawaii for another three years. So I got really good duty stations, but yeah, you did. it was a lot of, that was, that was pretty hard work too. Were kind you just, in Kauai? On, I was on Oahu. Oahu. Yeah. Okay. But I did visit Kauai. I visited the big island, visit Maui. Um, I mean, like you're there, may as well go ahead and, and try to experience everything. Yeah. Right. There- the reason I ask is because I've been to Kauai a couple of times and we nice. did the Nepali coast tour and isn't that a naval base? So like the one side, the Nepali coast in Kauai is you can't get to it by car or, right. or like the beach, you have to do it by foot and only military is allowed to be on that side of the island. I actually have not gone that deep in there. It's- I do know that there were certain, there were certain places that if you are not a local that you can't, we, we, we were not able to go there at all. That was, that's the island on the, like, so if this is like the Pahali, Nepali coast tour, this okay. it, the island is off and you, there's, um, let's see, it was like three years ago, four years ago is the last time I went and there was only 99 or a hundred, hundred percent Hawaiians. And you're, if you're not a hundred percent Hawaiian, you can't go on that Island and there's no like yeah, yeah. or anything. It's crazy. It's really cool though. I, I love how, how strong and how, um, they're, they're a really tight knit community and they're, mm-hmm. they're the pride and their culture. It's, it's, it is incredible. And I always love to watch it. Cause that's not, it's not as common when you go into different places, but it was beautiful just yeah. seeing how, I mean, if one of, if one of them goes somewhere, they're all going together. They're all. doing everything all together. So no, I, I agree. Super, super. It's my happy place. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Happy. I was, I was a little, um, I was, shell-shocked I guess because I mean being from Houston I'm used to being able to kind of get up and go everywhere and the island being so small yep it was it was tough to be there for three years but now that I'm gone it's like gosh, I need to get back I need yeah to get back. we stayed on the <laughs> south side so not the so poo-pooey okay I don't know if I I never say it right so no. totally screwed that <laughs> it's up. A little difficult to, to, to get all of them but yeah I can't remember One, where exactly I, it, I was when I went to Hawaii I still have the pictures and things but I did like a helicopter tour there okay yeah I went and you saw that you went actually the weekend of one of their it was a huge storm 
that kind of ruined the rest of our plans. But they've got this like water park where they've uh, they've got it's almost like um, natural Maine, but oh, uh, okay, yeah. But we we couldn't even get to do that because of the, the storm. But we were able to do the helicopter tour and um, went to a spa. And it was it was it was just really nice. Yeah. I can talk about this forever. All day. <laughs> what, did you ever think about going to Hawaii to sell real estate? I it, it's 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 popped in my head a time or two because the cost of living there is insane. So those houses are, I mean, crazy priced. Yeah, especially yes. here to like here in Houston. But um, I think I would I would have to move there to make sure I've got the geographical competence of it. Yeah. Um, I think there's only so much that I remember. And then it was just Oahu that I actually lived on. So, I mean, you might catch me out there. <laughs> well, if you do move out there, I am going to be sleeping on your floor. Hey, let's go. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch a tent for you. We'll be I'll in there together. <laughs> I don't care. As long as I am there, I'm good to go. I don't right. care. Just get on one of the beaches. As, as long as you're on the beach, you're fine. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. So when, um, you think of your future, like your future goals, are you thinking years down the road or like right now, are you just really content and happy with what you're doing? No, I mean, retirement is something that I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> that's the only thing that I kind of think about. And that's what drives me to continue going because like, like I said a bit earlier, we work seven days a week. So it, it's pretty tiring to, to not have, um, you know, that two day weekend to be mm -hmm. off. Um, we, it's not really the kind of industry where you can take long periods of time off. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's very lucrative if you, if you are willing to just grind and grind and grind. So the one thing that I just continue thinking about is how is this going to fund my lifestyle when I'm older? How can I retire early? What, it, what, what is it that I need to be doing so that I can um, be set up to yeah. not have to work at all? If, yeah. if, if only, um, just a few days a week or something like that. For sure. So that's a fine tuning. That is definitely a huge thing that I've, I've been thinking a lot about. So you saying that um, Brian and Brian, we just had our company meeting, I think it was like last week, but they brought on a financial advisor. And yes. so they, so they're offering, you know, this financial advisor to talk to us, to help us get ready for retirement. And yeah. he was just showing us numbers. And I was like, holy moly. I'm it's like, so expensive. When you so think expensive. About it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I need to start now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I should have started a while ago, but <laughs> I was a stay-at-home mom, so I'm just gonna. I'm a little behind the path. <laughs> hey, but it's still, it's still, you still got time. You still oh, got yeah. got the ability to do it. But yeah, it's there's quite quite a bit of what um, needs to be put away to actually be able to comfortably live. Yeah. And I actually haven't even figured out what that figure is right now. It's just like, all right, just throw cash at, in some sort of savings account in some sort of interest bearing account. So yeah. that, you know, in some time. Um, so since you were kind of, I don't know. Right. Since you are kind of like a newer agent, how do you, um, or do you have any advice for newer agents to manage their money or like, what have you done? That is I have an accountant. I have, a, I have an accountant and um, she's also my CPA. Um, so I, I feel like having at least somebody in place that's able to help. Um, eventually I will have, I will go ahead and get a financial advisor as well, but having that kind of plan of saving upfront 
uh, and I know it's difficult when we first get started, it's, um, we're shelling out a lot more money than we're making. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to save, but, um, I would definitely say that's probably one of the biggest things to make sure that, uh, money is set aside, especially like for taxes, I mean, having that kind of stuff, every single t- set aside, every single closing that you have, I think it's super important. And that's something that my, my accountant drills in. So that's we make sure that's set aside because I don't want for tax time to come around and I have a huge bill because I wouldn't pay my quarterly or I wasn't oh. not even paying attention to it. And you can get slapped with some, some big issues and yeah. I, don't, I don't want any of those. No, gosh, no, nobody wants that. Cause you're a 1099, right? right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this, you- this is my only job. So there's no W there's no W2 that I have no part-time job with, and that's not going to no other saving grace pretty much. Right. Yeah. So you definitely yeah. need somebody else there in your corner. That's like a professional and knows exactly. and does it all the time. Right. That's good. I can't, there's no way that I can keep up with that with as much as we're doing on a regular basis. I, I can't keep up with making sure I even grocery <laughs> shop. I can't, I can't do anything else. Instacart. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. H-E-B, H-E-B pickup. Or, yep. Exactly. Or yeah. <laughs> exactly. I do that a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah. I know, right? Um, okay, so what is the craziest thing you've ever seen in a house? The craziest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. Thus far, there hasn't been, it's just the homes themselves. Sometimes I've seen some really rough ones where they'll, there are people that are trying to take advantage of the market. So they'll put their beat up abandoned home on and they're expecting Top to price. give for it and the roof has already caved in or <laughs> like uh, the sheetrock is hanging from the ceiling and it's like like I feel like a, like an investor scary. or a builder should come in and buy a, those houses for just at that point in. it can only be an investor because I don't know anyone for the most part buyers are looking for something moving ready mm-hmm. and if it's halfway falling apart the roof alone that's Who's got 15, 15, 20k to, mm-hmm. to just put on a new, a new roof. I mean, I have it just in my back pocket, but right. Yeah. I'm just one of the lucky ones. <laughs> yeah. But do you want to spend it is the question. Oh, heck no. I don't even exactly. have it. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> so no, I don't, spend spend I don't want to I don't care how much money you have in your pocket. You have to spend it. It's, it doesn't exist. I, exactly. Nope. No. And especially with how people are like the houses are already becoming a little overpriced for what they're worth. Right. I mean, yeah, people are, people are offering 20 and 30 K over asking. So there's a lot of people that can't compete with that. And these people are having to just bring that out of their pocket. And I know. Uh, if, if it's a home that you just, you just are just in love with then more power to you. But, um, or even if it's like, maybe like, like someone's like forever home. Absolutely. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. Like I could see that like, you know, okay, I'm going to pay a little bit more in like next couple of years. I'm not basically, you know, not going to make any equity off of it, but if I can see myself in it for 20, 30 years, I think I would make the jump to do it. It just, yeah, it would have to be like you, a long-term thing though. If you're not going to be there for more than five or 10 years, there's no point in putting all that money in it. Right. Cause if you pay like 20,000 over appraisal or asking price, you wouldn't make anything if you lived in there less than five years, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're not even gonna, you're not, you're not going to make what you put in that. Yeah. That's pointless. So, I don't know yeah, why. I, I definitely, that. for the most part, unless it is that they're forever home or they're, they're, 
dream home might not no might not be the best might not be the wisest investment but you know no nope, totally advise you I will do whatever you like but I don't think that I would I would recommend that yeah I mean, sometimes people just got to keep up with the Joneses. Me, I don't really care what the Joneses do. I don't care <laughs> who the Joneses are. Like, I don't even know you guys. I know. I don't care. No. I don't care at all. Unless you're paying my bills, then you guys enjoy. I know. I can't stand, like, the whole bougie-ness stuff. Like, I don't care how big your rock is on your finger. Like, are you a good person? Exactly. No? Yes. Then I don't care what you have, you know? I just... Anyway, other than other than other people that are on vacation right now, now I care what you have because you should have brought me. <laughs> okay, well, I mean that is a very fair point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with you on that one, and I'm not afraid to admit it either. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go. Oh, me too. <laughs> In due time, though. In due time, exactly. I've got a couple things planned for this year. It'll only be a couple days, but hey, but it's better than nothing, that. though. Exactly, I'll take yeah. it. For sure. Um, so do you have any advice or words of wisdom before we get going? I think advice, I would, I would definitely say finding some solid mentors. Um, I don't think that there's any way that this can be done. It doesn't matter how much we really know. We never know everything. We never know enough. So um, jumping in without a mentor into the real estate industry is, is really not a wise decision. I would say finding a, a, a few solid mentors is, is really important. And then um, depending on, you know, what your goals are, then I would, I would absolutely recommend joining a team, a team that's actually in production. They're doing, they're doing a lot and they're, they're willing to share their knowledge. I think that is, those are invaluable things to have to, to get you to the success that you want. I agree. <clears throat> yeah. Very, very good words of wisdom right there. Once again, I would like to thank you, Alexis, for being on the show today. I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. See you guys next time. Thanks.